just from experience, I remember many times listening to you and, you know, we'd be going through a trade like this with the community or, you know, private one-on-one -on -one or something. And, you know, you would make a comment to say something like, well, I actually opened up a new position today. And it was like, oh my gosh, it's like, it's almost <laughs> like everyone was just saying like, okay, how the heck do I just adjust my position? I'm sweating. Yeah, everybody's dying, jumping out the window. And, and you're sitting there saying, oh, what a great opportunity today. And it's like, oh, wait a minute, mm -hmm. but if you had all your capital in, you didn't have that opportunity. And you say, well, no, I was only in X percent. And so I used this opportunity to be able to go in and put a, you know, maybe you put one on either in the same time frame or maybe even a further out time frame to kind of split your risk. But it was, right. I always thought that was, it was so counterintuitive to, to, because it's like when times are tough, the market makers and they're saying, well, if you want to take the risk, I'll give you a really, really good price on this. And, mm -hmm. and it was like, I was getting filled the other day at like, you know, 30, 40 cents under, you know, the so-called mid because they were just, you know, saying, all right, we'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they will. And, and I think that's the difference between a trader and someone who trades, right? Someone who trades is going to say, I want to follow the rules and I just want to do this all the time. I don't want to pay attention to anything and I want to make money. Um, right. The trader's looking for opportunity. He's avoiding times that are particularly risky. He's scaling up and down his positions depending on how much confidence or understanding he has under, in, in, the, in the marketplace. I think what you're saying is really good. And I just get to the point sometimes where, I, where it's just like, well, I don't understand the market right now. Right. right. And, 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 then it's, and then it's saying, okay, what did you have in your plan to say that if you had that uncertainty, were you still at 100% capital? And if you were, then you, know, you got to kind of look at your plan <laughs> and saying, hey, yeah. you know, if, if, if you're that uncertain, one of the options to do is, well, go a little bit lighter. I mean, you know, kind of simple. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is very simple. And, you know, I think it's important to avoid the desperation of having to be in and having to be high theta and having to make money and, you know, stepping back and saying, well, I'm looking for opportunity. I'm looking for good probabilities. I'm looking for stuff like that. Yeah. And, and obviously, you know, and, you know, there's, there's a total acknowledgement that we've been going through tough times. And, mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of people, and, you know, you go through this a lot with the, you know, the, the psychology aspect of all this is, you know, some people may be holding back capital just because they're fearful because they haven't been able to make money. But others may be holding back capital because the plan is, hey, if we get some of those really down days, that's the time you pump it in, you know? So it's it's a one aspect is just hiding under the covers. The other is with a specific plan. The other side of that coin is, let's say you've been taking some rather large losses, and in some cases, you know, the you get the occasional one and a half, two times, and now you're going to cut size. So you've just added two, three, four, six months for the recovery process. So it's it's easier said than done. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that that's not wrong. It's just it's. It just makes everything that much more difficult, right? On on For sure. not only the trading but the psychological level. And, you know, mm -hmm. you certainly don't want to increase size, but the temptation to want to keep size so you can uh, try to stay on some kind of trajectory to make up those losses. But you know, if you don't, you just you gotta you gotta expect it's gonna take you know six months or whatever it is 
to get it back instead of two months. It makes it extra hard. It does. This is why this trading is such a mental game. It's such a mental game because realistically, you want to be able to, when you're trading, you want to be able to have the mindset where you can be looking for opportunities and you understand where your risks are and you're willing to put in your capital and you're willing to be wrong at the same time, right? And what happens, I think, a lot of times is we end up taking this loss and we get afraid and we scale down size or we become oversensitive and start over adjusting things. And then these tremendous opportunities present themselves, but we're so afraid of you know, looking for the area where we're going to lose money, we're not paying any attention to opportunity whatsoever. All we're doing is just trying to survive and fight. And that is generally not a good way to trade. It's, it's, it's very, uh, well, you miss out on a lot of opportunities there. Yeah, well, like you say, John, many times is that, you know, even though you may not have an opinion, you do have an opinion. And you're making trades, whether you're adjusting or adding or subtracting or whatever, you may not think that you have an opinion about what the market's doing, but by virtue of whatever you're doing, you are putting forth your opinion. And whatever that is, you got to trust it. <laughs> yeah. it is what I you're mean, doing. Yeah, right. I think that that's a fantastic point. And I've said this again and again in the other seminars. If you do a bullish vertical, you, you're making a statement. You're putting on, right. you know, even though you might just say, well, I just do a bullish vertical every single month or whatever, regardless of what's going on in the market, you're still making a statement. You're making a statement that you're doing this because you believe the market's not going to go down enough to stop you out or that the market's more often going to not stop you out to make a combination where, where you're actually going to make money over time. That's basically what you're saying if you're doing the same thing every month. Same thing if you're doing an M3 every month or a Rhino trade every month or a Weird or, or an X4 version 17. You, they, all those trades, they all have winning and losing scenarios. And you should be aware of that. And you should be aware of the statement you're making when you're making the trade. Not when you're a beginner, not when you're early on, but by the time you've been in this business for three or four years, you should realize that every single strategy you have is going to have a set of problematic scenarios. You want to know what those are, and you know if you can match that to the marketplace, you can sometimes know when to avoid them. Sometimes you don't, because things just happen in the market, and you lose. 